Hello, welcome back to the Gaming Tadpole with Chase, Rihanna. I would say, it's a me, Chase, but no, I, I, I'm gonna, uh, so as we're gonna talk about the uh, Super Mario, no, not Super Mario, the Mario 3D All-Stars game that, like, just released last week. Uh, I haven't gotten to fully play everything yet, so this is like a part one first impressions, but this is my thoughts on how this collection was presented, and I have thoughts, and then also uh, Super Mario 64 and a portion of Super Mario Sunshine. Some of the news that's come up this week, actually the biggest one, which started all, all this week, was microsoft buying bethesda and there's even rumors about them buying sega so microsoft's going in and buying some big name studios or at least they're in talks and there's been some back and forth confliction of what does that mean for playstation gamers or nintendo switch gamers revolving around bethesda ips now that microsoft owns the company i have thoughts or my opinions of what might be i mean this is early on and they didn't actually clarify a few things uh, the one of the original Blizzard developers, he started his own studio. That's another topic we'll uh, discuss. Uh, Steam allowing news, so you can read up news on on your Steam. That's interesting. I have thoughts. I uh, think it makes. I mean, obviously, it makes sense. I thought it was kind of already there, but it's nor. It's actually like the game. Uh, we'll talk about. It. Jeez, woman. One Why thing you mentioned it. <laughs> Because I had to talk about what we're talking about before we talk about the. I'm sorry. Talk to talk. (laughs) I love you, lady. You know that. And then, you know what? This is a little bonus, but okay. I I don't know what the deal is with this uh, Among Us or Among Us indie game that just blew up out of nowhere. And there's a story that came out saying they canceled a sequel to work on more content for the first one. Interesting. But yeah, that's all we got on the plate today oh okay i was like i was gonna say something else about another game but like really briefly that's all okay why that the roller coaster tycoon 3 complete edition is available now on epic games for free so i i haven't i've only played uh like the roller coaster tycoon from when it was you know on cd-roms <laughs> back then and I've never played Roller Coaster Tycoon 3, and I'm going to be playing that this weekend. So I will see how that goes, how well it is. Cool. Anyway, Mario. Was, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, 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 I always wanted to play Roller Coaster Tycoon. I liked, uh, what is it, Thrillville. Thrillville off the rails. Uh, so, I mean, I, I enjoy those types of uh, sim- simulations. Uh, even though I haven't played a lot of them recently. But anyway, on to our topics, which the first is Mario's 35th birthday. He turned 35 this year, and he's still kicking it. He's still stomping on Goombas and kicking it, just basically abusing all these uh, animals uh, just to uh, get a star or to uh, have fun and everything. You know, he's been this very joyous whimsical cartoon character uh, or just basically almost the video game equivalent of mickey mouse basically Uh, yeah that's a that's a pretty fair uh, assessment yeah mascot for video games (laughs) yeah yeah i mean that's the thing is people 
who know nothing about video games who are like, man, I don't like video games. The first thing that they'll recognize is Mario or they might call Mario or they'll say, yeah, there are some people who pronounce Mario as Mario or Mario. (laughs) But anyway, so there was a whole stream about all these Mario themed announcements. And there was a ton of them. But the one that people wanted to know the most was, are we going to see a remaster for all these classic 3D Mario games? Turns out the answer was yes. And it was called three, Mario 3D All-Stars, containing Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy in a $60 package, digital or physical. There was an addition to this, and the addition is you get to listen to the entire sounds of each of the games uh, on the main menu. Uh, there's like a little sound player. It, it's, it, to be honest, it kind of reminds me of Sonic Adventure's sound player. Like you remember in Sonic Adventure, you go to the options menu and there's like sounds and you can play the whole uh, soundtrack and some of the uh, victory sounds or whatever. I'm going to go with yes. Yeah. <laughs> you, I believe played, you. You played something? When I was, when it was, you know, back then, I wasn't allowed to because it was my cousin's. So I'd basically just watch him play that game, that set at least. I okay. was too young. <laughs> you were too young for Sonic? Hey, it was his game. So I would just watch. So- Sonic's rate E forever. Although. Hey. I'm telling you, I was visiting my cousin, and it was his game, therefore it was up to him. I mean, I probably got, like, one or two rounds in, like, after asking him, but, I mean, it's mainly, so I don't remember a lot. That's all. Well, anyway, I'll get back to that game, uh, Sonic Adventure, because I, I, man, I have mixed, I played that game in recent years, and I had mixed feelings of it, but uh, this one, we have these three games that people really love. Or really, it's it kind of weird because I look at comments, and there are comments saying, yeah, I'm only going to get it for Super Mario 64. I, you screw the, those other games. I don't really care about that. I just want to play Super Mario 64 again. Okay. Um, I'm going to say something controversial, uh, which is not... Hey, what, about Mario? <laughs> okay. Well, about this, because... There are plenty of people who probably loved this collection. They're like, oh my gosh, I get to play all these games again. And there are people who are mad at this collection because immediately what you notice when you start up the game, you hear sound bites, the victory music from Super Mario Galaxy 2, a game that's not even in the collection. And then you start up Super Mario 64... And get, get, hear this in mind. In the trailer, they advertised that you will be getting all these games in 60 frames per second, high-res def, uh, high-res uh, definition, and in widescreen. The first thing they lied on when you start up Super Mario 64 is the widescreen. Because that game is in a box. Like, there's actually plenty of just... Like there's plenty of uh, uh, black space. Black space. Like I, I didn't want to say black. 
<laughs> I mean, it's black suit. That's, I mean, yeah. There's plenty of space on the sides, what you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, the game runs at 60 frames per second, but it can't be helped that on a flat screen TV, it's a little jarring seeing it on a smaller box when it could fill up the whole thing. Uh, which, to me, that wouldn't be a big issue. Except here's where it gets even weirder. When you play it on docked, uh, on, on uh, you know, connected to the TV, it runs on a smooth 60 frames per second, as it should. I mean, this is a really old game. I mean, the Switch isn't the most powerful console, yes, but it is way more powerful than a Nintendo 64. In fact, it should run this game at 120 frames, but 60 is fine until when you decide to play it on a handheld mode. And that's when it drops to 30 frames per second. And I'm like, okay, why are you doing this? This is, this is really weird. And what makes it even stranger is they did the same thing for this as they did for uh, Super Mario Sunshine, where undocked it's 60 FPS mostly, and then on handheld it's 30 FPS. These are really old games. You should be able to run these on 60 frames per second, even on handheld mode. So for a game tr- or for a collection trying to be considering itself a remaster it really isn't i mean playing through at least a little bit of galaxy and then all of super mario 64 and a bunch of a lot of uh super mario sunshine i noticed one thing is that they pretty much downloaded emulators and sold it back to you for $60. Which is kind of messed up when you look at all those other remasters. Like Tony Hawk, for example. Tony Hawk is much more of a valued remaster collection than this is. Even though, yeah, there is one more game for the Super Mario uh, 3D All-Stars than there is for Tony Hawk. But Tony Hawk adds so much more. Add a level editor... It had improvements to the controls, more tricks, more uh, skaters, skaters based on like recent skaters, also online multiplayer, all these other things you could do. And what does this remaster collection do? That's Super Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy, just as they were, which would be fine. But then you look at the price, $60, and you're like, I think it's $20 a little much. And here's here's what people where people will make the argument for it is that okay, yes, the GameCube games they're super expensive to get because of inflation prices. If you were to look for Super Mario Sunshine, that will set you back at least $60 at most around 100. So if you were to if you're like you want I want to buy all these games physical that'll set you back probably at the price of two games so on that default answer this is the cheapest way i'll say the cheapest way to experience these games say you're not very good with emulators if you are if you're excellent and you've got a great emulator for the N64, GameCube, and Wii, or you already own these games, 
or you own two out of three of these games, and the one game you don't own is Super Mario 64, you don't need this. I'll tell you right now, this is not worth $60 if you have already played some of these games. And now for another argument for it is, say you've never played any of these Mario games before, and you're not good with emulators, and you know, it's too much money, too much space to get all these consoles, then fine. Yeah, it is worth it on that regard, on the default answer, because these games are great. They most, they hold up to a certain amount. And what I mean is that playing through Super Mario 64, which is about Peach getting trapped in a cat inside the walls of a castle and Mario has to go through these paintings and collect all these stars to fight Bowser and save the day. You know what? I'm, there are people who are going to be mad at me, but I'm going to say Mario 64, as, 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 as fun as it is, is still a solid game. I enjoyed it the least out of all the 3D Mario games I've played. And Oh, I'm going to say that, yes, I own that one on the N64, yeah. and I do own Sunshine, and I have never played Galaxy so far yet, but the you own a Wii, right? Yes, I only have a Wii. Okay, you can get you can get Galaxy and Galaxy Two for like ten. You can get them for like uh, ten or twenty dollars, uh, both in total. On the Wii, it says sixty dollars. Well, no, I mean you have Galaxy. to you have to look for like other other places but uh other sellers okay. yeah yeah i mean there, there are some sellers that are gonna sell them at they're gonna get price them at like 60 bucks or more you're, you're gonna have to kind of do a little digging on that but i did see a copy of super mario galaxy for like 15 dollars hmm. okay uh, still okay within the life of video games at that point it was kind of like like double seven golden i was on the best things uh, games of that time because of the technology at that point so there's that like as it what's that word like like a not a pivot but uh, like a monumental at that point in time yeah. so there's the kind of value in that and then there's nostalgia of it being was that 90 i'm i'm gonna 90? say yeah 96 I, i'm gonna say it's nostalgia more because i'll i'll tell you i had my little brother play Super Mario 60, the Super Mario 64 on the Switch, and he hated this uh, version of it because it was too different. And I'm gonna, and this was this was really interesting because like I had him play and he was like, "Man, I, I don't know, this is too new. Uh, you know, the controller doesn't feel good. I miss playing it with the N64 controller. Uh, Mario's voice is too high." Oh, okay. <laughs> and and uh, oh, what was another one? Oh, yeah, it's moving too fast. And, and moving too fast. Well, well, because running at sixty frames and not thirty frames. So I'm like, if you're someone who's heavy on nostalgia, you're one of those people who are not going to be satisfied because it's not exactly the way. You, even though I'm going to tell you this, if you are someone who really sees a huge difference, like, sees a big difference between the Switch version and the N64. I looked at those two versions side by side, and I I could, I can't tell the difference. They're the same exact, like, you pair those two 
side to side. They're like, oh, this is the same game. No, there's, there's – I, I mean, okay, there was one noticeable difference for me, and that's because they removed the line, which uh, people refer to as so long gay Bowser, where he throws uh, Bowser uh, – uh, like he swings Bowser around and throws him into the bombs, and there's oh, okay. a little sound bite where – some people have been speculating he means like Salon Gay Bowser, but in this version, it, he it's replaced with bye bye. And I'm like, okay, that, that's a difference. It's still the same freaking game, but it's you know what? I have the same face as you. Like I I'm I'm, I'm that was my face when I looked at my little brother. who was like, man, this is this is too high. This is too high high def and high advanced. I'm I'm like. They did. They just. They just downloaded an emulator and just put it on there. But I guess there are things that I'm not seeing here. I guess it's the world, huh? But yeah, and it's not. I mean, yeah. There's the thing about games that some games hold up, some games don't. I think Super Mario 64 holds up as a fun game, but as like the best Mario game ever made. No, I, I think. Super Mario Odyssey runs circles. Oh around. yeah, I was watching some of that. I was like, oh my gosh. <gasps> no, and I love like- Super Mario Odyssey. It, to me, it is the best uh, Mario game. Even after playing both of these, or playing uh, this and a lot of uh, Super Mario Sunshine, as fun as those games are, they're just not as good as uh, Mario Odyssey, in my opinion. But that's a whole like evolution of, I mean, not full evolution, but because yeah the 3d uh, well it's not just i don't mean like about okay graphics and everything i mean like there are there are data gameplay elements in both of these games Mm, right and there's that i'm saying yeah that 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 part there's that's still part of the evolution of like Like, for example the boss fights in super mario 64 Bowser, he is a great boss battle and he is like the one of the key highlights of playing this game but when you go to the other boss fights, now King Babam, he's a cool looking guy. Uh, it's just a big bomb with the Babam with the mustache. mustache. <laughs> but when you go past him and go to King uh, Womp and then King Boo, they're just big versions of regular enemies. And I'm like, okay, that's what's not exciting to me. And then you go to uh, King Bully, or th- there was like a bully boss fight, one of those bullies you there are those enemies with thorns and you have to knock them in the lava or ice okay yeah yeah they just make big versions of enemies you normally fight and to me those aren't interesting boss battles uh and then there are there are certain uh platforming segments that are just insanely difficult and not in the fun way they're like okay this is like you have to be super precise or you're going to screw up and get your butt kicked and you know there are people like that uh and i'm like you know what i don't mind ch- I, I don't mind challenge but for the, the platform or some of the platforming in this it doesn't hold up i'll say like specific moments where you're trying to jump across areas at, on tiny platforms and there are they're more featured later in the game uh, when you go to 
what this mushroom canyon with uh, the monkey who tries to steal your uh, hat. Oh, and, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, there are certain uh, platforming segments. I'm like, okay, th- this is just hard for the sake of it. And there are people like that. But yeah, it's not for me. Yeah, some of the uh, stars, or oh, some of the star challenges. I, I mean, most of them I, I, I like, but there are some are like, no, I'm not really into this. I'll just kind of skip and go on. Uh, I mean, there's one where you, in the, the King Boo area where you have to fight Boo three times, and the last time you have to fight King Boo, it's on the top of a tiny, not a tiny, but a small rooftop where you have to you have to defeat the king boo uh with that but if you fall off then he refills his whole health and you have to find your way back up to the uh top and yeah i guess i don't remember playing that yeah that that's like the last star in the in the boo uh the the uh haunted level i skipped it then (laughs) yeah no i i'm like there are there are levels that i just don't really find that fun that i'm like yo i'm gonna just skip that Uh, i also like that part of it like it was it you didn't it's it was kind of you know progressive uh in terms of like getting places but at the same time you don't you don't have to do it in the specific order yeah and there's a thing as well you don't have to collect all the stars in order to beat the game and if you were to get 120 stars all it takes you is do yoshi which they let you know hey we had a yoshi that we planned to put in the game but we just decide not to and he's just gonna have that little thanks for playing this i love it because you go and you go into canon and then you get you shout yeah. shoot up on the roof and get a, a hundred um lives and it's, it's grand yeah uh, to me it's just that's kind of a, uh, so there are people who love that and they're like i just want to buy this whole collection just for a super mario 64 and nothing else I I don't think that should be an incentive to get it. In fact, if you already, if especially if you already own Super Mario sixty four and that's the only game you care about, don't just don't get this. Like, I I would I, I don't know, but Sunshine is better. But there are some uh, moments with that game that's also dated. Like we mentioned with uh, reviewing uh, Tamarin. One of the pet peeves I have with old, old platformers is the whole thing about timed uh, collectibles. Where, hey, you want know here's this collectible. It's located all the way over here. You have to get all of that all the way over to that platform in a specific time. Super Mario and Sunshine, which is the next game in the list, has a bunch of those as far as one of the collectibles you get in the game. The interesting thing about this is this is where they started bringing in a full story about Mario visiting this island and getting framed for a mess that someone else created. So all these citizens are like, no, you got to go clean up this mess for us uh, or, or you'll never leave the island. It's kind of interesting seeing how it progresses from just being filled with shade and then... The more shining sprites, uh, sunshine sprites that you collect, uh, the brighter it gets, and the more areas revealed to you. Uh, so yeah, it's yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I really enjoyed those. Yeah, it, I mean, it's a cool way of seeing how this town evolves. It, it's a cool little village. I mean, the characters they look pretty cool. Uh, they're they're just little like uh, Hawaiian uh, blob creatures with big noses. And they go, yeah, the they're just like little 
And they have even baby versions of them too. Like you see adults, uh, some with business suits and uh, hula shorts, and then you see little kids running around. They're just mini oh, versions. Yeah. Of them. Okay. Yeah. I like that you can also find Yoshi and then like. Yeah, you eventually get Yoshi. I uh, have to that part. You watch. Wait. Oh yeah. When you get Yoshi, then you can eat the fruit, and the fruit turns in. It's 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 just adorable. It turns in different colors. <laughs> It's a okay. very colorful game. Like they, this is the part where Nintendo adds so much color to uh, Mario. I mean, uh, and, and this is also the game where I did start to see some changes to the games from before. Like they added more shine to the character models, and I think that's from at, having them be more high res. No, they still it still looks like a GameCube game. There there's some uh, parts of flat textures and. You know, it doesn't have as mu- as much polygons, but from a distance, you kind of look at some the environments of it. It still looks pretty cool. And the whole thing about the gameplay twist being this flood, where it will also turn into a third person shooter, kinda, because you're using this flood to cut, squirt all the all the little goo mess around these little levels you visit. For the most part, you even go into like uh, overhead camera view to kind of get a good shot uh, when you're uh, firing up the water. And you eventually get other power-ups too, like little charges to uh, speed you around the area or one that will just lift you up like a cannon. Uh, and then one that's almost like a jet pack or a jump pack. Uh, so there's a little cute little gadgets to add on Flood. At first, I was just not with it because the opening parts of it, I I guess, didn't grab me. But when I got to the later levels and I got to experience more of the game, I was hooked. Like, I'm I'm serious. I played uh, Super Mario Sunshine uh, all day today, and I was still playing it. And I was, was like, on 42, 41 uh, Shining Sprites. And I, I was really hooked with it. Like, as much as... I don't think it's as good as Odyssey for some of the missions that kind of don't hold up. And then the voice acting is so bad. I'm sorry. The voice acting with the story going on here in the cutscenes, it's like a cheesy 90s anime. In Sunshine? I I was like, I don't remember. Yeah, there's voice voice acting. acting. There's cutscenes with actual dialogue. I don't remember that part. (laughs) Well, no, there there are, and that and that's what carries the story along, and the voice acting. The voice acting is bad. Uh, it, it's not bad enough to where you can laugh at it. It's just kind of like, okay, yeah, you know what? I'm glad Mario just stopped having voice acting in their games after this, because uh, with Mario Galaxy and well, Mario Galaxy 2 and Mario Odyssey and Super Mario 3D World, they didn't focus so much on trying to have dialogue. Because uh, really, this is... You can make... let's In Mario Galaxy and Mario Odyssey, I love how they were able to per, make personalities to the each of the worlds and the places you visit and you have little mini-stories go on. Well, the main story is just simply saving the princess from Bowser. There's still so much depth you add on to these or this game, where with 
Super Mario Sunshine, you do have a main overarching story about uh, su- or about uh, Baby Bowser and seeing or uh, look or uh, thinking uh, Princess Peach is his mom, and and that's kind of the little twist you get. But hold up, what did you say? Who's well, mom? yeah, yeah, you don't remember uh, Baby or uh, Bowser Junior being in this. Who that was one of the big reveals in that. Yeah. Wait. Okay. This I I I, <laughs> I beat this game like in high school, so I don't remember like a lot. Wow. Wow. I mean, I remember like rap, um levels, but I don't remember like that end of the story. Wait, okay. So say say that part one more time. Well, okay. I mean, it was one of the twists when you were at the carnival and you defeat the the robot Bowser boss. That's when you found out the Shadow Mario was act- is actually Bowser Jr. Uh, and Bowser Jr. is like, you get away from my mama because Papa told me that good-for-nothing meanie Mario, he's going to try to steal mama away from you. You have to teach him a lesson. The dialogue is bad. It's <laughs> okay, I have to look into this. Like, <laughs> like what? Even Pe- Peach is like, Mario? Oh, what's that? Is that Mario over there? Huh? And he's or looking at Mario, just thinking about food, and then looking at uh, a Mr. Toadstool, just thinking about a vacation. Oh dear. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. The st- the story is the story is not good, uh, but it's fun. I mean, th- that's the hard decision to come with this. Is that I am enjoying myself with these games. But gosh darn it, this, the, the collection, the remaster is piss poor. I would give this remaster a disappointing and would pretty much advise if you already own these games, you don't need to get this. Don't be intimidated by the, oh, this will no longer be available in the end of March. If you already own these games, you own them for good. And if you got a great emulator on PC then stick with that because there's so many Mario 64 mods you can just enjoy for years and years. And yeah, you don't need this collection unless, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm, I guess if you just never experienced these games, that's one of the best things I can think of is you, you haven't experienced two out of the three of these games or all three of these games. What? Okay. So I found, it says, yes, that happens, but at the end of the cuts, of the end of the game, meh, the game's ending cutscene. Don't tell me the game's ending cutscene, god dang it, I haven't been in it yet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, that's all I have to say. Admits to not, like, that's not his mother. Bowser tells his son and Peach is not. <sighs> okay, let's continue. Oh my, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Of course. Microsoft buys Bethesda. <laughs> yes, okay. What do you have to say about that? I have no issue with it. I mean. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, next. No, it's, <laughs> earlier this week, Microsoft bought Bethesda for a crap ton of money, like $8 billion, $8.2 billion. And they already said, what does this mean? Well, all future games for Bethesda will release on Xbox consoles, PC, and other systems on a case-by-case basis. The, what they're 
referring to has not been completely defined, but there is a uh, there is a a saying that if PlayStation if enough PlayStation gamers are demanding this Bethesda game, they'll probably release on still on PlayStation as well. The other thing are is the games Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop are both going to still be PlayStation 5 exclusives. And the, what people are fearing is that, okay, now that Microsoft owns Bethesda, PlayStation gamers will not be able to get Elder Scrolls 6 or Starfield, next Doom or whatever, or whatever Fallout game. It's just all going to be on Xbox. Here's my theory from what I gathered for all their purchases. Yes, it is $8.2 billion. It's the second most expensive purchase for a video game company. The first one being from uh, Tencent, which is a Chinese uh, corporation. They bought the Clash of Clans developer for double the amount, I think, for a lot of money. See, Microsoft bought Minecraft a while ago. They, brought, they bought the developer Mojang. They bought... A lot of studios too. They they own the studio that does Cuphead. They own the studio uh, who does uh, Ori the Blind Forest. All in in the sequel Ori the Will of the Wasps. All uh, all of those Will games. Will of the Wisps. All of those games are available on Switch, PS4, and as well as PC and Xbox. So you're kind of thinking, okay, well, maybe they they didn't pay as much to own these studios. And that is true. They didn't pay nearly as much for owning Minecraft as they did for Bethesda. But Microsoft did earn a ton of money from Minecraft being sold on PlayStation. The reason why, and it's simple, licensing fees. Because Microsoft owns the license to this property that means it could go onto the Switch. It could go onto PS4. It can go onto Android, iPhone, wherever. And Microsoft will earn a bonus from it selling on those platforms. Now, that's not ruling the possibility that uh, some of these games might come on Xbox consoles first. They might be a timed exclusive. But I have a feeling if. If Elder Scrolls 6 and Starfield, the two new big open world RPGs from the guys who do Elder Scrolls and Fallout, if they were to arrive on Xbox as an exclusive, I feel like it's going to be timed exclusive. And then months or maybe even a couple of years later, it will appear on PS5 or whatever system. And that's where I just don't think it's going to be in that way where we're just not going to see Bethesda games on uh, PlayStation systems anymore. But do you have anything else you would like to say? No, because you don't like Bethesda. But no, I, it's okay. I not. <laughs> well, they I, did make Fallout 76, so hey. I, I, I've, I've, I've looked at that game, but it's mainly like shooting, so I'm like, I don't really... Oh, yeah. Oh, no. No, I, no, I got it. Yeah. I, I have nothing against Bethesda. Like, stop. No, I, I don't. No, I, I met P. Himes. He's a pretty cool guy. What? <laughs> He's the guy who runs Bethesda. Okay. The marketing. I, okay. I, was thinking, I don't know what word you just said. Okay. <laughs> Bethesda Games has. I just. Yeah, like, not of the 
games that I play. That's all. Why do you play? I said they're not any games that I play. Oh, I thought you said you played one of them. Okay. I mean, I'm looking through, and I was like, right. I have never played any of these things. Okay. Well, now we'll, we'll just have to wait to see. Because, again, this is too early. They just bought, they just bought the company. So, I mean, we really don't know until we get in the next generation. Uh, so, I guess stay tuned for that. Now, here's something you're familiar with, Steam. Steam yeah. is allowing news stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find this interesting. Do you? I like it. Since I believe that we already had it, but I realized that was just uh, developers you follow. They have their news stories. That's what I end up clicking on. So kind of thought it was already there, but it wasn't. So it just makes sense that it is coming. <laughs> That makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this feature is still experimental, so it's like not even fully up. Steam is trying to be your one-stop shop for gaming because they give an, Valve like years ago. They were like, "You want? We're gonna focus on Steam. We might make a game now and then or a DLC, but we're not much of a game company as we are as a digital distribute a d- distribution service." I didn't know they made any games. Like, what? Brady? You don't know, know they made games? I know they had a console, but I didn't, I didn't think of any. Like, fine. I'm just saying. You're a PC gamer and you don't even know Portal? No, but I buy the things on Steam. But that Portal was on Steam. That no. games. I know there's a console. Half-Life. There was a... Left 4 Dead. Dota 2. Oh, wait. Valve? Oh, oh, I'm silly. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't connect them. Obviously, they're the same thing. Okay, I see, I see. I'm sorry. You know what? <laughs> you want, if I, you just were... think Steam. I don't think Valve's Steam, but it is Valve. Okay, I got you. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you were 14 years old, I would totally get it. Because their kids today, they don't even know Valve made games. And that, I mean, that's perfectly fine. Valve today, that's that's not their big bread. No, they're like experimenting with VR. So they're doing a lot with virtual reality. Yes, for the most part, they're all about their Steam. So I get why they want to keep updating. They want to keep adding on to it. I think the Steam community, though, could use some improvements. Because every time I post in a Steam forum, I always get trolls. And I always get people like making threats. I get some nasty comments sometimes when Wait, I post threats based on questions. Like, well, it's people are like people are like, uh, oh, you shouldn't be posting reviews on Steam. What, uh, you're not, you need to get out of here or something like that. And there's a legit spot for reviews on every game. Like, what do you mean if you? <laughs> I don't know. I just re- I just get nasty comments sometimes when I post reviews of games I played. Like written reviews, they're like, "Oh, look at you, boo!" With your little tiny website, wanting to review a game, and it's a game where the developer gave me a review code and said, "Hey, let me know when you have a review posted." And I would post a review, and I would just get dumped on by a bunch of trolls and jerks who uh, really uh, say very nasty things to me. But I just don't like, yeah. Not, not for on behalf of all the things, obviously, because people are people have the ability to be both very good and very trollo, trolly, trolly. 
but um that's just just the review itself i mean just like people can be or can be upset about just one thing and they just like make it a big thing yeah yeah so i i don't know how this is going to go but i'm i'm open to experimentation uh now the other thing is Steam is trying to be everything. It's not even just trying to be gaming, but do you know that they also sell movies? I know. No? It, yeah, they do. That you could go on Steam and you can actually rent movies. Like if they're Redbox, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can rent or purchase digital movies. Like, okay, Nate, what's one movie you really enjoy? Just throw that In name. Life. Uh, okay. Well, is it out there? I mean, um, Rescuers Down Under. Let's go throwback. Go. Okay, well, if it's Disney, I don't know. But, uh, Was that Disney? No, no. Well, I, you can... Okay, here's an example. You can rent the entire... Or you can uh, watch the entire Max, uh, Mad Max saga. Like, the entire Mad Max saga is available on, uh, on uh, Steam. But that's where we i mean that's the thing is is this feature going to be something where people are going to actually take advantage of or is it just going to be like the movies it's just going to be there and people either look at it or they don't and it's just not very useful i mean that's the question we're just gonna have to find out i mean it's another thing where it's now just there are you going to use Steam as your source for gathering gaming news? Probably, since I don't look for gaming news, it probably will be by default. <laughs> Is that terrible? <laughs> well, it no, just no, no, no. Actually, here's a benefit. Because <gasps> what if they hire editor editorials or editors? I'm an editor. What? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, like okay. Let's... I'm very confused. I mean, I I am an editor, by like you have no idea. Job title. I'm very like, where is this going? I'm not sure. Okay, okay. You know, let, let's move on. All right. That leads us to <laughs> longtime Blizzard CEO Mike Mor Morheim starts a new game studio and publishing company. That's called a Dream Have. And no, Dream Haven. Sorry. What are your thoughts on this? Do you know? Are you familiar with Blizzard? I recall the uh, that's over Overwatch, right? Yeah, well, Overwatch, uh, World of Warcraft, Hearthstone. Some okay. Well, I'll say I'm familiar with things of Overwatch secondhand. So that's that's the most familiar. You don't know World of Warcraft. I know of it, but I've never played it either. I mean, I've watched only like a barely half an hour worth altogether of gameplay with that. Well, I did watch the movie, but you know that yeah, its own thing. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the, the movie's movie's crap. Uh, it's like I was not alone. That's what I said. <laughs> it, yeah, Blizzard is a company that I'm just not a fan of. With uh, I mean, you know, things they do with the Tencent, uh, all that. And the other thing is, this is great that you have all these old. What? It's a rescue zone under. Okay. <laughs> it's not under. 
I started Disney Plus. Like, like, you're so darn random. I'm talking about Blizzard. I know, but I, I, because you've, that's a bit, yes, it's a rescue on under on Disney Plus. That's, that's all I was trying to see. Okay, continue. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what to make of this because this is great, except we've had game developers go off and make their own. <laughs> I'm fine. I was just reaching down to get something. Oh, I thought you were like, man, I gotta see that rescue's down under. I'm charging the tablet. Okay. okay. I mean, as we just experienced with uh, Tamron, which was a spiritual successor to Jeff or his Gemini's, is like, we should kind of wait to see what they provide before going, oh, yes, old Blizzard is back. And we, I don't even know if that ends up being what comes out of this guy. I know he has the intentions to do things differently from Blizzard because that's why he left it. Is it going to work out? We don't know. And that's why it's another thing that I want to wait and see. But I'm going to keep my eye on it because I think it's cool having someone like this who's been with Blizzard since 1993, I believe. No, 1994. So he's been with Blizzard. Okay, no, 91, sorry. 1991 is when he actually started Blizzard and Entertainment with two college friends, which I think is really cool that he founded Blizzard. I was a tot. You, you were I was a, a very small child at that point. Oh, I thought you said you were a tater tot. <laughs> that makes, anyways. A toddler. I was a toddler. Yeah. But yeah, he's committed on retaining control of the company at this time. It doesn't just want to uh, make money. Okay. Uh, he wants to demonstrate that games are a force for good, which, hey, that's a good motivation. Yeah, all but Dreamhaven's t- 27 current employees are Blizzard alumni. So these are people who worked on mostly StarCraft and Hearthstone. So I don't know what that says about the game that they'll be working on, but I'm at the very least interested to see what they do because I want to see old developers go off and be like, you know what? I want to continue making the games that I want to play and that these companies won't let me make. So I'm all for this. It's just that, you know, we just have to not put them on the highest pedestal and let them rise themselves back up. Because that becomes a problem that we get so excited about a, a game or a legendary developer going off and making their own thing. We're like, oh my gosh, this is the next this. And then turns out it's not. So I would just, uh, you know, be interested, but don't look at him like the, the next, like the next blizzard. And I, I think that's just not really a fair assessment because I, I don't think he really wants it to be. I mean, the studio, again, is less than 30 uh, employees. So I don't even think it will have the budget constraints of something like that. But we'll see. It's uh, very interesting. And I was going to talk about uh, Among Us, but we kind of went off with all the stuff we talked about today. So I'm just going to end it here. Uh, I eventually want to get to Among Us because that game's been blowing up everywhere. My little brother even came in and said, hey, did you check out this new game called Among Us? It's so rad. And I'm like, okay. And then I looked on Steam. It came out two years ago. So I guess it... Oh, yeah. I did not know that part. Yeah, it, this game came out a while ago, but just all of a sudden blew up. I think the Android and iOS versions of the game released this year, though. And so maybe, I don't know. It just 
Among Us is suddenly a super popular game that they canceled the sequel to work on more content than the first one. And they've said in the interview, it's like, well, uh, this is an old engine. And in order to make new content, we have to completely work on new engine. And considering the popularity that's coming to our game, where it's like, okay, let's just keep making stuff for our old game. That's a daring move. I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be against them looking at a sequel, but I guess that's what they want to focus on. That's fine. I actually downloaded uh, two Sundays ago because we, someone we might we uh, might that might be one of our games to play during the extra life stream or the extra life marathon yeah anyway thank you so much Slay for being awesome and being here with me especially all the things I've gone through earlier this week uh, this was one of my favorite things to look forward to is just spending time with you and watching you be a complete dork uh, <laughs> thank you <laughs> so uh, where do you where do we find uh, uh, you on Twitch? Twitch.tv slash Hermione617, which is H-E-R-M-I-O-N-E 617. Yes. And this will be uploaded onto everywhere on Linktree. And I just got, I'm on uh, iHeartRadio now. So that's another platform. Woo. And of course, Extra Life, which is November 7th through the, or at least our event, Extra Life with Pond Express, starring Chase Pond and Rihanna B. <laughs> November 7th through November 8th, all on Zoom, go to facebook.com slash Pond Express or Eventbrite slash Pond Express or Ooh. slash uh, event, Eventbrite slash Eventbrite.com? Yeah, Eventbrite.com. So there's two ways to RVSP or uh, RSVP or do, you know, at least know about what we're doing and, you know, updates more to come so until next time take care Bye.